Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Hey, have you gone out to iWorkForHim.com and joined the iWorkForHim nation? Ladies and gentlemen, in the last 24 hours, we've had two new members join the iWorkForHim nation. And let me just tell you what it's all about. It is not about the swag. However... If you join the I Work Ram Nation, you will get a bumper sticker. Excuse me, a window sticker. Martha would really be mad at me if she told me if I called it a bumper sticker because it's a window sticker. But it's not a window cling; it's a window sticker. So anyway, wanted to tell you when you join the I Work Ram Nation, you are going to be amazed at the transformation in your heart because you're making a commitment to start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. You're making the commitment to look for ways to serve them, to look for ways to befriend them, to look for ways to pray with them, but all along being a person of excellence in your job. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what your marketplace is. It doesn't matter what your job is. You can bring glory to the Lord. And when you start praying for those people that you work alongside, you will see your heart transform. I can guarantee this. You will not get a guaranteed return on your stock market or any other investment, but I can guarantee this. When you start to pray for people, your heart will be transformed, and you will start to see them with the eyes of our Heavenly Father. It's an amazing transformation. But all of this takes a, 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 a just a paradigm shift in our minds. Romans 12, 2 reminds us of this. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. You know, ladies and gentlemen, there are amazing marketplace organizations all across the country. And the Nehemiah Project is one of our major sponsors of I Work For Him. And as we developed this relationship over the last several years, and this year them being one of the major sponsors, I, I said, no problem. That's a fantastic partnership because the Nehemiah Project is all about teaching and discipling Christ followers a biblical entrepreneurial view. So in other words, when they're learning how to be an entrepreneur, they're doing it in their classes they call biblical entrepreneurship. They've got a conference coming up in Orlando. You don't have to travel anywhere. You just drive right down I-4. Not like that's the most, second most dangerous highway in the country, but you can travel right down I-4 to go to their Nehemiah Week conference. Kingdom building through globalization and international trade. There's so many things going on. So I brought on a couple of guests. They're going to be participating in the Nehemiah Week. We've got Deborah and we've got Jeanette. These two ladies have been, are heavily involved in the Nehemiah Project. Deborah is the international, the national, sorry, all of a sudden I lost my bio in front of me. Deborah is the 
Now she's in charge of the international branch of the Nehemiah Project. Deborah, just help me out here. Just welcome, welcome, <laughs> Deborah and Jeanette. Welcome to I Work for Him. Just help me out here. I, I lost my, I lost my note, and all of a sudden I'm stumbling all over myself. You, I, I got. You're the international development director. That's what it is. How about that? I found it finally. So, ah, that's good. All right. So Jeanette, you're here in Orlando. You own a business called King's Service Solutions, correct? That's correct. I'm here locally in Orlando. And am I saying your name right? You absolutely are. It's from Spain, and uh, the Y sounds like the J, even though it's spelled with a Y. I get it all the time, but I, yes, I, I you just, did very well. I want to make sure I don't mess it up, because everybody deserves to have their name <laughs> said properly. Now, and Deborah, you're calling from the West Coast. You're over there in Oregon, correct? I am. I'm in a suburb of Portland. It's called Lake Oswego. It's a beautiful day in Portland. It's a beautiful day every day in, in Tampa Bay and in Florida. <laughs> it just might be a little hotter here than where you are, but it doesn't make it any less nice. And besides, you have to come here for the Nehemiah Week conference. All right, we're not going to talk about that yet. First, we need to hear, I just want, Deborah, we'll start with you. I love people sharing how they've noticed. Deborah, how have you noticed the Lord getting involved in the intimate details of your life recently? Well, you know, you can't be in business or in life relationships without having, uh, you know, misunderstandings or uh, situations that occur that, um, you know, that can be uh, contentious or um, hot. And in one of those conversations that was coming up, and as I um, was inquiring of the Lord about how to handle this, He referred me to Deuteronomy thirteen fourteen, And, you know, Oftentimes we want to interrogate or accuse or blame people, and his word to me was to inquire, to search out and probe, to ask questions diligently, um, just to make sure that my impressions or what I thought of the situation was indeed true and certain. And, you know, my assumptions weren't true, and this conversation became about problem-solving and how to improve a relationship. It was, um, as Proverbs tell us, that his wisdom and guidance is, um, is like gold. And that is so true. But how often do we ignore what the scriptures have to say? Because we just figure we know better. Jeanette, you're a business owner and you've got employees and you've got lots of stresses. How have you noticed the Lord working in those intimate details of your life recently? Well, I have to say, sometimes in the business aspect of, of your career, there's moments and seasons where you are weary or there's a there's a season of slumberness and a season of, of anxiety. And um, just several months ago, uh, we were transitioning into into that season. And, and in that process, the Lord showed me in, in Psalms, actually, he, he showed me that if I would ask of him, he will give us the nations and our inheritance up to the uttermost part of the earth um, as our possessions. So God continues to pour into us and continues to make the ordinary extraordinary. And so when we we look at that ministry of, of business, it's it's been transformational for us. Ladies, as we look at what the Lord is doing with the Nehemiah Project, I want to hear some testimonies. Deborah, how did you get involved in the Nehemiah Project? Gosh, Jim, I, you know, I was a small business owner myself. And had a coaching and training company, and one of uh, my colleagues and friends invited me to come to the first BE class that Patrice held in the Portland area. And that 
you know, as you said, going through BE1, it is, it is just uh, eye-opening to hear what God has to say about business. And then as a result of going through BE2 and 3, Patrice asked me to join his organization to help him with uh, coaching their clients. And uh, and since that time, that was in uh, May of 2010, I've held a number of positions and just grown with the organization itself. So uh, this is the start of my seventh year uh, with the Nehemiah Project, and what a blessing it's been. So a question for you, though. Before the Nehemiah Project, before your, you know, your coaching and training, you spent 20 years with a bank, you know, a branch manager, training and development, lead trainer, project manager. Did When you were in that position, did you know that that was your mission field? Did anybody, had anybody ever opened your eyes to that reality? No, they did not. And in fact, many of my colleagues would, um, would when I talked about biblical principles, would roll their eyes and just tell me I was just so Christian. Um, it, it was not part of that uh, culture, and certainly felt like I was uh, misplaced. How cool would it have been if you had been equipped? And, and that's really what I work for him is all about helping people understand how do they, where do they go to get equipped? Because it that's doesn't. Right. You don't have to be a Christian business coach and trainer in order to be a biz, a Christian in business. It doesn't matter. You can dig ditches. You could sell used cars. You can be an attorney. You could sell insurance. You can. It doesn't matter what you do. You can work at Subway. You can work at Burger King. Frankly, I'd rather you work at Chick Fil A. What a great place that is. But you know what? You probably we need to go. I mean, Chick Fil A usually has a lot of really neat Christians working there. You probably got to go one of those places where there aren't a lot of neat Christians working there. But it, your workplace is your mission field. And Jeanette, as you run King's Service Solutions, how did you find out about the Nehemiah Project? Well, it was actually introduced to us uh, by uh, our pastor and then also my husband. He went through the program first, and, and then I joined him, and we did some courses online, and, and then we went to the classes as well. Because our our business schedule is, is always changing, uh, we decided to take some courses online to get through the BE programs. But I have to say, it's truly been impactful for our lives, and it's shown us how we're just stewards of what God has given us. This is the ministry, like you're saying, Jim, and it's not business as usual. We have to look for the Davids in our organizations and help those individuals transform, and that's the real profit. So when we look at our profit and loss statement, it doesn't look the same anymore because we know that God is in control and we're developing the Davids in our organization. Wow. I love the way you said that. We just look at our bottom line and our profits different than we ever did before. So, Jeanette, you mentioned that your pastor— introduced you guys to this. So which church is that over there in Orlando? Absolutely. It's, uh, I'm a product of Jerusalem House of Prayer. It's, it's a church that believes in prayer. It's a church that believes in intentional time with God um, and dedicating our talents to the marketplace so as to grow the kingdom and follow the Great Commission. Oh, I love that. Well, I'd love to meet your pastor. And that's, and that's really where I was going with that conversation, Deborah. And I, got, I distracted myself. You spent 20 years in the banking world, and the church you were going to had never, ever opened your eyes to the fact that that was your mission field. How, as this international director, you're dealing on the international side where a lot of pastors totally get this. How are you equipping people, or how are you encouraging pastors in your local area to understand that not only are they sending out missionaries to other parts of the country, or pastors to other parts of the country or the world, but they're sending out people locally in their community every week in the mission field. How are you helping your local pastor to understand that? 
Yeah, it is a tremendous question. And, you know, when we first started uh, several years ago, pastors um, were not as familiar with the marketplace as being the mission field as well. But I can say over the years that has changed tremendously. Yes, it is about uh, meeting and and, uh, educating and talking with pastors about um, how business leaders have an opportunity with their customers, their clients and employees and vendors to make a difference in the kingdom. Um, we, we are looking at and discussing things like how to alleviate poverty, not only abroad, but uh, here in the United States, through entrepreneurship and the importance of that, what that looks like, and how we can help spread that kingdom word uh, through entrepreneurship and leading others um, as as they find opportunity. Um, we don't believe in trade or aid programs as, as they certainly have been done traditionally. Um, and we started a new program at Nehemiah called Sustainable Missions that helps to spread that word and unite this, uh, churches throughout uh, under one common cause to, to help um, help their uh, people to raise themselves out with local solutions and local opportunities. Well, when you mentioned that you're really doing a lot to impact and helping get people out of poverty, one of the programs that I love the program, the Young Entrepreneurs Program, the, the the program that really is being put on in local urban churches to grab these kids in high school and to teach them how to put together a business plan and to let them compete with how they can incorporate their faith in their business plan and put together a real business plan. I mean, you guys are trying to teach kids on how to really work their way out of poverty. I mean, that's pretty exciting. It's very exciting. And, you know, when you see the faces of kids with their ideas um, and what they want to achieve, and you know that God's implanted those seeds within them, um, and now showing them a blueprint about how to take that idea and develop it into a business, but at the same time that God has a plan for every aspect of their life, and how do they use their Bible to discover that? So whether it is at school, at home, relationships with their friends, um, their work, their studies, um, and, and to see their faces light up and the excitement that they have as they begin to discover Christ in a new way. So, Jeanette, at your church, which you said it was the Jerusalem House of Prayer, is that in Orlando, or what city is that in? Yes, that's correct. That's in Orlando, uh, near the Kissimmee area. Okay, so so you're not that far away then. Okay, so literally that's, you know, 65 miles. All right, so at your church, your pastor obviously gets that. Are you guys doing any of that young entrepreneurship program from the Nehemiah Project at your church yet? Well, we're we're scheduled to start that in in the next year or so. I did have the pleasure of attending the YB graduation over the weekend at Hope Church, and it was just like Deborah says, it's incredible to be able to see uh, how dreams and the Holy Spirit continues to pour into our our youth to to change and transform our atmosphere. So we're excited to be able to become a part of that in the next uh, year or so. Uh, it, it's so awesome what the Nehemiah. Oh wow! How about what the Nehemiah Project is trying to do? You guys are, are ministering to people and and really giving people practical stuff. A lot of organizations are out there dealing with people that are already in business and they're already lead, big time leaders in business. You guys are helping people start businesses and equip them with a biblical worldview on how to do so. And that's what's so powerful about the Nehemiah Project. I'd be I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the website NehemiahProject.org. 
O-R-G, nehemiahproject.org. Deborah, you guys have a conference coming up. You don't call it that. You say it's Nehemiah Week. Uh, that's coming up here at the end of September, the 26th through October the 2nd. What is the purpose of Nehemiah Week? You know, really, this is a, an opportunity to come together as um, as business leaders, um, those who are interested in business, our students and our alumni, not only from the U.S., but from around the world. And, it, and this is where we can really become inspired, uh, learn new techniques or equipment. Um, how do we challenge ourselves so that we can live out our calling as entrepreneurs or business leaders? Really, it's about uniting and combining our faith and work in a God-honoring way. You know, I know that one of the things that it's a highlight for me, I can't wait to see how it happens, but it's this international business plan competition where the Blankenships will represent the United States of America. And there's you got people coming from how many countries? How many people I mean people from how many countries are coming? <laughs> I'm so excited about this, Jim. We have five countries that will be represented this year. Um, we have from Canada, France, Haiti, Madagascar, and the Ukraine, in addition to the United States. So a total of six um, entrepreneurs who will be presenting their business plans in front of a panel of judges. For a grand prize of $5,000, correct? That's right. $16,000 in total prize money. Unbelievable. Listen, we're talking today with Deborah Schlott. She is the International Development Director for the Nehemiah Project. And we also have Jeanette Herrero. She is the one of the owners of King's Service Solutions out of Orlando, Florida. They're talking about the impact of the Nehemiah Project on their lives and how you can get involved, too. All right. So, Deborah, just going back, we're talking today with Deborah Schlott and Jeanette Herrero about Upcoming Nehemiah Week in Orlando at the end of September, 26th through October the 2nd. Deborah, who should be attending this conference? Who should be who should be going to Nehemiah Week? Well, you know, I think there's anybody that's interested in business, but even those who have um, ideas, you said earlier, just the ideas staged through succession within their business. You know, God's Word and biblical entrepreneurship has an application at every stage of the business. So there's no one that should be left out, no one that thinks that they've been too far into business. You can apply God's principles at any step or any stage that your business is in. So when you look at the the conference, it's broken up into lots of different segments, but on Tuesday through the 27th and 28th and 29th, it's the Biblical Entrepreneurship Conference. Are they breaking out, like, are they teaching BE, the Biblical Entrepreneurship classes during that, or are they just having speakers that are talking about how that's applied? It, we're ta- having speakers. Um, each day has a different focus. So Nehemiah Project has three pillars, uh, training, support, and finance, or capitalization. And so uh, on the on uh, Tuesday, we'll have uh, emphasis will be on training. Our theme is kingdom uh, building through globalization and international trade. But with that focus on training, uh, we'll have some breakout sessions for our teachers to um, uh, learn some new techniques and, and ways of presenting the material. But we have some fabulous um, speakers who will be uh, sharing from their vantage point as well. So, and then Wednesday will be about support and then finance. 
I mean, I want to interrupt you because a lot of people listening, you know, in Florida, I don't know what, I don't know anything about Oregon. That's one state I've not been in yet. But in Florida, the majority of the business owners, the majority of the people listening to this show are from small businesses. There's very few large businesses here in Florida. I mean, there's 20 million people that live here, but most people are associated with small businesses, typically 50 people or less. The majority of them are 20 people and less businesses. How will this conference help those people? Well, you know, it it is going to be talking about how to get their business um, uh, known, in, uh, whether it is just across the cut or across the street or across the country, or if they have a uh, desire to uh, sell their product across the world. Um, how does that work, and and how can we help them and grow their business, connect with other kingdom business owners, and be able to find the capital that they need to expand their business? Jeanette, you have gone through the entire Biblical Entrepreneurship Program, and you're one of the owners. You and your husband own King's Service Solutions, is that correct? That's correct. Okay, so talk to me about, did you own King's Service Solutions before you went through Biblical Entrepreneurship, or was that afterwards? So I actually did own um, King Service Solutions. My husband and I, it's a funny story, but we were competitors in the same field. And, <laughs> so you uh, took out the before. competition. You That's took- right, I did. <laughs> God is good. God is good. I think that he's got a place for all of us. So, uh, in his his perfect plan. But, uh, so we were competitors at one point and, and then, uh, we worked together in, in business and then God, uh, united us in marriage. And, and then really, uh, in that period of time, we were just wondering, you know, we love the Lord. We, we want to serve him. How do we honor him in our business? And sometimes we separate the two. And what Nehemiah has shown it is that there is no separation, that there is one mission that God has put you in a particular time and in a particular position for His glory. And so that's what we've learned. It's equipped us with uh, how to be successful, how to uh, be responsible for that success. It's eliminated the business isolation by connecting us with other entrepreneurs and other business owners who share our values and our goals. How transformational was this? I didn't know that part of your story. Okay, so you merged, you and your husband, so who took out who? Did you own King Service Solutions and then you took out, you you merged out or was it a hostile takeover of your husband's stuff so you guys get married? Or, or, or did you guys have two different name businesses and you combined it to create a new one? Well, how did it actually go? No, actually, the Lord really worked worked it out. Um, well, of course he, he did, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> But he was my competitor, but I, we knew at one point that, that we had the same integrity and work ethics, and so that really attracted us to, to join forces. He was a subcontractor, and then uh, he came over to King's. Uh, the first initial conversation is, why do you call your company King's? And so that really started uh, the real focus of what God was trying to do, which was utilize us, our talents, and our treasures for his glory. You know, I know one thing that Patrice would say, when, when a husband or wife is going to go through the biblical entrepreneurship, program. I, I've had many guests on the show saying, yeah, but then Patrice said, hey, you know what? I don't really think you should really go through unless you go grab your spouse because you really need to go through this together. How did going through Nehemiah Project's biblical entrepreneurship classes impact your marriage? 
Absolutely. You know, we also d- decided to take the coaching because we we knew uh, that there was a little bit of a disbalance. You see, we were we were really trying to fit the mold of what success success looks like for the world, and so we would would try to work extra hours and try to stretch our 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 boundaries with each other's responsibilities. And, and what really started happening is that we we first learned what balance really means and how God sees what that balance looks like in your life. So understanding your family time and and uh, reaching those goals within within a correct tri- uh, time frame. So we had to restructure the way we looked at our responsibilities and the way we understood the responsibility of, of that entity. Wow, that was a lot. Did you answer my question, though, how it impacted your marriage? I mean, I know you said you, you looked at the division of the responsibilities, but your, your marriage... What I have seen is that when a husband and wife seek the Lord together, it really mm-hmm. strengthens their marriage. And and I mean, it's Absolutely. great. It's great that it impacted your business. That's fantastic. But you know, when we die, mm-hmm. we're not going to be going. Wow, I'm sure glad that I. You know, I, I, I wish I had worked more. We always talk about, hey, I wish we had spent more time with our families. <laughs> That's right. So, That's right. It it affected it all the way around. I mean, there is uh, rather than than feeling frustration, we would we seek the Lord first, and and when trials come, we seek the Lord. Lord first, and we go and and we pray, and we involve our family, our children, because oftentimes we think that it doesn't affect the culture of the family uh, when we're so focused on the results of the business, but it does. So it transformed the communication process and really listening to each other and understanding that we're just stewards. You know, as we're talking about the impact, Jeanette, that, that Nehemiah Project had on your business and on your marriage. Talk to me about, you said that it impacted how you looked at profit uh, in your business. Talk to me about how, did, I mean, what did that mean? What did you mean by that? Well, what I mean by that, and, and Jim, it's such a great question, it's the fact that we look at the individuals and their development as the real profit. And so I know that we're taught in worldly views that uh, we should look at that bottom line and, and exactly how much profit did we make. And, and yes, we're being good stewards and we do our job costing, it, which is part of B2 and, and to understand your P&Ls, but we're also responsible for the development of each individual. So that creates a culture of loyalty and integrity and transparency in everything that we do from to each leader of each department, all the way to the very new hire that is looking uh, to be placed in our organizations, they have to understand the culture and not just a Christian business, but we're doing things with biblical concepts. Now, somebody attending this, Deborah, this conference in Orlando, September 26th through October 2nd, and they, they don't have to go for all the days, but there are specific days broken up for do, doing different things. What size business owner? do you guys typically minister to? What size business owner typically goes through the Biblical Entrepreneurship Program? Well, I think that uh, oftentimes we have the sole uh, entrepreneur who takes our classes. Uh, but again, as you said earlier, we, we also feel that spouses are, are part of that business. Uh, but really, I think that we see business sizes of all types and kinds that, that attend not only our classes, but the conference itself. And, um, you know, so I think that when we talk about someone between 10 and probably 50 employees, 
it's uh, probably a medium number of, of uh, staff size. So those first three full days, September 27th, 28th, and 29th, as you have the Biblical Entrepreneurship Conference, people are going to hear from some pretty famous speakers uh, that week. And, and I know I've, I've had a couple of them on the air with me, but these are people that understand entrepreneurships. How many entrepreneurship, how many of those speakers understand small, small businesses? Well, I think that many of them do. Uh, it is true that some, like uh, Ambassador Blackwell and others that may not have had uh, contact with, with a uh, one-person show or, you know, a couple of people, but I think all of them have had interactions and um, and worked with alongside uh, sole entrepreneurs or those who hit, may have 10 or less employees. Mm, that's fantastic. So as we look, Deborah, one of the things I'm most excited about is the Friday night competition. Uh, and I don't know, maybe I'm just a sucker for competition, but I'm, of course, rooting for the U.S., but like you said, you've got six countries represented in the International Business Plan Competition. Talk to me about what the Business Plan Competition is within the Nehemiah Project Biblical Entrepreneurship Training. Sure. You know, we've been talking about BE. All of these students have completed Biblical Entrepreneurship 1, 2, and 3. So 1 is around principles. 2 is about practices, everyday best practices of running a business. And then BE3 is planning your kingdom business. And here's where our students uh, complete a business, a summary business plan that's focused on a quadruple bottom line. Not only people, planet, and profits, but also what's the internal impact of their business. Um, not only only in their community, but in their family and around and, and the kingdom of God. And they um, prepare a 10-minute summary that uh, they talk about their business, their um, their inspiration, their kingdom impact, their financials, and, and how they're going to be a successful business. And then what does the future look like? Uh, what's their mission and vision? And how will they, um, and what's their succession plans for this particular business? Um, and and so it is exciting for the uh, competitors. They not only won their local competitions, but they've also taken part in their national competitions. And uh, so this is truly the best of the best from around the world that have gone through all three. That's, that is so cool. Now, Jeanette, did you and your husband go through this competition right here in Orlando? You know, no, we just uh, we just finished the the B two, and we're working ourselves to the B three. Oh, okay, so it's yet but to come. Just, then you could be next there. year's winner. You could be next year's winner. Then <laughs> I appreciate that plug, and I could be the USA winner. Absolutely. <laughs> so, talk to me, Deborah. You, you, you summarized a little bit about okay. They each get ten minutes to 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 share their vision, to share what the Lord has laid on their heart, their business plan. You've got. Uh, I know, because I've got them coming on the air just to celebrate it, you've got Dean and Jane Blankenship from Hosanna Building Contractors representing the U.S., correct? That is right, and they've got a big following. Yes, they do. They're going to have a huge radio following when we're done with the show at, at the end of the month. But it is exciting to see the Lord. I mean, Dean's testimony, actually, the, the two of their testimony, pretty staggering as you look at how the Lord has worked in their lives. Talk to me about some of these international competitors. Do you know the story behind the five competitors coming in from across the world? Uh, yes, I do. I work with their country partners that have prepared them for this. So uh, Ray Zelensky out of, of uh, Regina, Saskatchewan, uh, has been uh, is developing a uh, BE training and coaching um, 
company that's called Three Keys. And out of France, we have um, David Dubois, who has, is going to be opening uh, or has opened a French crepe restaurant. And in Haiti, I've worked really closely on several trips to Haiti with Beatrice. Uh, she has a desire to start a school there, and um, and the whole nation of Haiti, I think, is behind her as uh, she's planning to come in September. In Madagascar, um, we've had last year's winner came from Madagascar, a woodworking company. She employs 46 people. She'll be, her name is Malala and will be um, our keynote speaker. This year, um, uh, Tiana is coming, and her business is around fighting malnutrition and poverty through farming of quails. And then in the Ukraine, one of our longest-standing partners, um, Philip is and his wife um, do wedding decor services. So it's a variety of businesses along with Hosanna that's um, building contractors, uh, a variety of services, a variety of ways of honoring God, and they all have a desire to improve their com- their families and their communities. And the grand prize, $5,000 the first place winner, and then some prizes go down in values from there. But it's and it's exciting. They actually get to get money towards starting that business. And honestly, obviously in the United States, 5000 bucks doesn't go near as far as five grand in Madagascar or Haiti or the, right. even the Ukraine. I mean, five grand in Haiti and Madagascar, that's a ton of money. I mean, that's a ton of money. I mean, that's, it, more, yeah. that's more money than 10 families probably make in five years. I mean, it's, it's some big money. So talk to me about the Young Entrepreneur, the Young Biblical Entrepreneur Conference, because that's going to go on on Saturday, I believe, October, let's see, yeah, Saturday, October 1st. What is that all about? Well, this is going to be a one-day conference. Um, they just recently held a, a week-long camp uh, that had 25 students there in Orlando that, that attended. So this is a one-day conference for students to um, get a flavor and a taste of what it would be, what it means to be a young biblical entrepreneur, um, and they'll be able to participate in bringing their business idea and working with other students, receiving training, um, and uh, what it means what they need to do to to um, really think about their life and their work towards serving God. Now, Jeanette, you and your husband, are you guys sponsoring some kids to go into that Young Biblical Entrepreneur Conference? Because I know that in Orlando there's a ton of opportunity there. I mean, there's a ton of opportunities, a ton of kids that really could use that. How is Jerusalem House of Prayer teaming up with you guys to get kids to go to that Young Biblical Entrepreneur Conference? Absolutely. We're actually working with also uh, First Baptist Church, and we're recruiting uh, those John, uh, young entrepreneurs, and, and we're working out a plan to get them into the conference and to be able to experience what the Holy Spirit has to say about their vision of their business. As part of your business plan, as you start to work on BE3, Biblical Entrepreneurship 3, I would challenge you to, to figure out a way to build in apprenticeships and internships into that business plan as you grow King Service Solutions. Mm-hmm. Because, boy, the, that you can feed into people uh, of all cultures right there in Orlando, because you guys have exposure to 20 to 30 different cultures in Orlando, uh, how powerful that would be. Why don't you just tell the audience a little bit, because a lot of people listening, 50 to 70% of them are, are, are on the I-4 corridor. What does King Service Solutions do? Absolutely. King Service Solutions is an organization who provides facility maintenance. Uh, and so we work throughout the whole entire state of Florida. 
Um, and we do this through our core values of integrity, transparency, and a mindset of ownership. We understand and we know that we work representing our Lord. And so we take full responsibility to work with excellence. Wow. I, so you're really good at summarizing stuff. I was kind of open for a little bit more. All right. So how do people find out about you and, and King's Service Solutions? Do you guys service businesses over here in the Tampa Bay area? Yeah, we absolutely do. We actually have several accounts there, and uh, we go all the way to the Keys and then to the Panhandle and, and uh, towards uh, Tallahassee and Jacksonville and Georgia. And then also, we're always hiring, so please visit our website, which is uh, com, where you can find out more information, and we're always looking to assist and create jobs. Uh, we believe that that's our passion, and that's what God has called us for, to grow the kingdom. Well, that, those are magical words. We're always hiring. Boy, there's a lot of people here in Florida that would love to get a job that would actually be steady, that would give them an opportunity and a skill to be able to grow in a position. That's a huge thing. And really, when somebody comes to work for a company that's gone through biblical entrepreneurship, they're not only going to learn a great skill, but they're going to learn how the Bible, how Jesus fits into all of that. And that's why I want to bring on the Nehemiah Project onto I Work For Him, because this is a place where you can go and learn how to connect your faith and your workplace. If you're thinking about starting a business or if you're already running a business and you want to know how do i connect my faith to my workplace and what does it really look like who can train me ah the nehemiah project find them online at nehemiahproject.org when we come back a little bit more on who should be attending nehemiah week in orlando september 26th to october 2nd and and really this conference is coming up. There's lots of different pieces. If you want to just get introduced for the very first time to biblical entrepreneurship, go to the three days, September 27th, 28th, and 29th, and really get exposed to that. My favorite is coming up on the 30th of September, the International Business Plan Competition. Deborah, here's a quick question for you. Can somebody come just for the International Business Competition? Yes, they can, Jim, and it's a free event. There's no charge, but we do ask that they register so we can expect them. But it's a fun-filled night, and, and anyone's welcome to come. So it's a free event. Does that mean there's no food? There is food. <laughs> oh, there is. <laughs> okay. Because I, I got to tell you, Mar- Mar- Martha and I, are we've already got on the calendars. That's our goal is to come that night to hear the International Business Plan Competition because I'm excited. I want to see it live and in person. I'm pretty excited about that one. All right. So uh, do they? Do people have to go? I mean, if somebody goes to the first three days, the 27th, 28th, and 29th, I know that there's something on that Monday night, the 26th. What is that going to be all about? There's kind of an intro night on the 26th, Kingdom Business Tour. What? what, what what's going on in the Kingdom Business Store on the 26th of September? Sure. For our international um, guests who are arriving, we're expecting about 60 international um, visitors from about 15 countries around the world. And uh, we offer them an opportunity to visit Kingdom companies throughout or the Orlando area. And so we'll be visiting three of those businesses during the day. And then that evening, we're hosting them at uh, one of our um, uh supporters' homes for a international barbecue where they get together, get to know each other, and have uh, some time to develop those relationships and network a bit. But the conference itself starts on Tuesday, and as you said, that there are, you know, some components to that. So coming either um, all three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, um, or come on Friday to the business, and come on Friday to the business plan competition, the YDE uh, student 
um, day on Saturday. That's young then, biblical entrepreneurship part. Just so everybody knows what YBE right. stands for. Okay. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And then um, that evening is our celebration banquet. All right, that's some fantastic stuff. I, I just want to thank you guys for coming on, Jeanette. I, I hope someday I get to meet you when you're. If you're ever coming over to Tampa Bay, just let us know so we can connect up. I'd love to bring you on the air and, and have you just live and in studio sharing more of your testimony of how Christ has impacted for you and your husband through the Biblical Entrepreneurship Program. Maybe after you've graduated and how it's impacting King Service Solutions. So, Deborah Schlott and Jeanette Herrero, thank you so much for being on I Work For Him today. I really appreciate you two ladies joining us. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. All right, as we come to the end of another I Work For Him radio show, wasn't that exciting? I mean, it's fun just to hear how the Lord is teaching people, and there's organizations for you, the marketplace believer, in just about every sector. And maybe you're thinking about, maybe you don't know if you're going to do it or not, but maybe you're thinking about starting a business. What a better way to do it, to start it off with the perspective of, here's how the Lord really intends for you to do it. That's why I bring on the Nehemiah Project. I want to make sure you know about this tool. Find out more online at nehemiahproject.org. Honestly, Biblical Entrepreneurship One, it's for anybody. It was such a fantastic course. It will help any marketplace believer. Go online, nehemiahproject.org, nehemiahproject.org. You've been listening to the I Work For Him radio program with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower, and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.